This is Extra Scoop, a bonus episode of Two Scoops. Just a little something on the side for you to enjoy. In episode two, Cam and I candidly spoke about our own journeys with our bodies, including self-care and intimate care rituals, how we've been perceived by others in society, and how we came to terms in accepting who we are and what we physically have. We integrated our stories with accounts and thoughts from other gay black men of our generation. In this extra scoop, we hear from two more gay black and brown men who share their journeys of accepting and loving their own bodies. First up, we have Jamie Tate, who's a 27-year-old London-based creative, super talented, super sickening, I cannot get enough. Jamie uses he-him pronouns, is black British of Jamaican heritage and is originally from Birmingham. Come on, West Midlands, let's get into it. So I would describe my body in its current state as very thick, very very big boned. I've always kind of been quite big boned. I really love it at the moment. Um, I've kind of struggled with my body and my weight pretty much my whole life. So as I'm guessing so many other people have as well. But um, for me, I, I found it difficult to understand my body type. And I felt like every time I was losing weight or putting on weight, I would always appear bigger than I thought I was because of the type that I am. Um, I'd say I'm an endomorph. And for me, I think it's just about loving your body. And once I knew my body type and where um, weight was going to get lost and whatnot from my body, I feel like that's where I started to realise, oh, actually, I need to start learning to love it. Interestingly, I started learning to love it at 25, I would say. Um... Because I've been quite an active person pretty much my whole life, whether that's like basketball, um, football, dance, I've always had a bigger body build than other people. And when I used to compare myself to those people that have a different body type, I was always thinking, oh, I'm never going to lose this weight. I'm never going to shed it. My bum's so big. My thighs are so thick. And actually, when I realised actually my body type is an endomorph and it's naturally that thick, it's naturally that build, I felt like, you know what, there's no point in me hating on my body, there's no point in me not loving it because at the end of the day, it's the body that I'm going to be in for the rest of my life. So I have to learn to do something about it and the best thing was to love it. The ways that I care for my body are, I do do workouts, not every day, probably like three days a week, four days a week. To be honest, it's just when I feel like I want to do it. I don't feel like, oh, actually, I have to do it every single day. I have to have abs. I have to have thick thighs, toned thighs. Like, I just feel like whenever I feel like I'm doing, whenever I feel like I'm ready to do a workout, I just do one. And like I said, I've always been quite an active person. So for me, sitting down and doing nothing doesn't really gel well with me. Like, I love to dance. I love to perform. I love to, I love to move. I love to do things that require movement. Um... So yeah, I do like to work out, I do like to dance, I do like to do yoga, meditate. Um, yeah, and those are a few ways that I love to care for myself. I feel like the media made me feel like, oh, black bodies have to be so defined, so toned, strong, and I felt like I had to live up to that expectation. Whereas now I just feel like I do whatever I want to do to make myself happy, as opposed to what other people are portraying that I should look like kind of thing. I also feel like 
in drama school and stuff, I'd always been, my body type was always like the thickest. I was always the biggest. So like when it came to like ballet and stuff, I was like, oh my gosh, like I look quite big in these tights. This doesn't look good at all. And then I had to learn myself to actually love what I see in the mirror. And I had to tell myself things every day, well, at least one nice thing every day. Oh, actually your thighs look good. Your bum looks good. And I used to compare my curves to a woman's body. And that's, I think that's why I was like, oh, I don't look masculine enough. I look quite feminine. Um, and that's where it's this, the hate started to go because I, I always felt like, oh, as a man, you had to look like a man, whatever that means. I consider myself sexy, yes, because I just think, listen, if you don't love yourself and if you don't think yourself is sexy, who else is gonna think, who else is gonna think you are like? It just gets to that point where I feel like self-love is such a big part of my life. I can't like not love myself the way that I wasn't loving myself before. If I could speak to my younger self and give my younger self some advice, I would say, don't worry about your body. Your body, you, a, a person's body is always going to fluctuate throughout their whole life, every single person. And I think that's something that we all forget. And I think if I could tell my younger self something, don't worry about numbers. Don't worry about numbers. Don't worry about what the scale's telling you. Don't worry about what you look like. Worry about how you feel. Because I'm not the most toned person. I'm not the most defined person. Everyone has um, skin here and there that you think, oh, you're fat, you're not, but you're not. Do you know what I mean? I feel like it should be how you feel. And I feel like if I was to give my younger self some advice, don't worry about what I look like, worry about what how I feel and how I can make a difference. How I feel in my body now, I feel, th this is, do you know what? This is the most confident I've ever felt in my life, ever. And it's quite interesting because um, when I was 25, I felt so insecure. I didn't feel like me at all. When I look back on pictures, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's a completely different person. And I think it all comes down to the mentality that I chose to change. Like the fact that I tell myself, like, I love myself. I look in the mirror and I say nice things because I just think we we go through life saying things like, oh, I've got a spot or my hairline doesn't look great or my skin's peeling. And you don't realise that saying these things actually degrades you and puts yourself down so actually if you look in the mirror and tell yourself oh actually my eyes look nice today oh my skin looks good today oh my hair actually looks really nice today it, that's not being arrogant that's just basically loving yourself and i think it's something that everyone needs to do because if you can't do it how are you going to do it someone else it's a process it's a journey these things happen with time it took me 25 years to realize oh actually i can lose weight i used to think Oh, I'm always going to be of a bigger size. Like, I can't get down to a certain size. You just have to not put pressure on yourself. Look at someone like Lizzo. I find her so empowering. She loves her, herself so much. She loves her body. And that's the kind of confidence and the kind of level of self-love that a person should reach, in my opinion. Next, we hear from Mufseen Mia, who uses the pronouns he, him. Mufseen is a 29-year-old, very sexy, British Bangladeshi man from Brighton, now living in London. Let's tuck in.
My relationship with my body has been one of ups and downs, I guess. And it's been a journey, which almost an unknowing journey uh, in parallel with my kind of life experience. I was never really much into exercise or I didn't enjoy the gym when I was at university in my early 20s. And it was only really when I realized that I'm getting older and I need to take care of my body and it's never going to change unless I do something about it. I was kind of getting a bit upset about constantly looking in the mirror and seeing this image in front of me of a skinny brown man, but a skinny brown man with a belly because uh, the way in which we socialize in London, especially in the city, is everyone goes for pints of beers uh, after work. And I guess that wasn't really helping. So I kind of just decided that, okay, I'm going to do Bikram yoga. I'm going to do body pump classes. I'm going to try my best to kind of shift this weight. And to a degree it worked. And I started getting more confident with my body and but I would never really got to a place where I was like happy with my body I was still at that point and not taking any topless pictures which is hard to believe now uh, for me and I think because I was in a relationship with a man who was he was getting personal training classes so he was like really muscular and it's interesting because I think you only really get this in a same-sex relationship where you love the other person and you love their body but you are always comparing their body to yourself. So I was always kind of beating myself up about that. I only really started liking my body when I got the confidence to start doing some some life drawing classes. A few of my friends did life drawing classes. They were artists and they asked me, why wouldn't you just, if you can't draw, then why don't you just go model? And I love the idea of just getting naked in front of people and they would draw me and I would. they were saying it was a very inclusive environment so you don't have to be... A bodybuilder to do it and yeah for a couple of years I was just modeling for life artists and it was an amazing way to find out about my body and see how other people perceive my body uh, through different mediums like drawing painting and sculptures as well um, and it really helped me to recognize my body and kind of dispel any dysmorphia I had um, when I looked in the mirror through the several photos and um, drawings I kind of pieced together in my mind a more objective relationship with my body and one that's not shrouded with dysmorphia and so that's kind of where I'm at the moment and I'm very happy with my body and I think over the last year with the pandemic my body has obviously changed it's not as um, I guess gym fit as I was two years ago but I am comfortable with my body enough to know that it will change and I'm happy with the different states it could be in. Well, when I grew up, and I say grew up, I mean, I grew up in Brighton, so I would walk down St. James Street and see the Prowler shop front. Uh, when I was 18, I'd sneak into sex shops and go to gay bars. And so I was, at a quite young age, exposed to any kind of gay media that you could be. And that continued as I went to university and moved to London. And honestly, in those years, the men that you see on posters and walls, um, magazines, they were all muscular men and mostly white. I never saw any brown models in those images. Sometimes you'd see a black person or a Latino person. And even then it felt tokenized. 
Uh, otherwise, the norm was just white. And I never really saw myself represented in any of that. And you think about how diverse the LGBTQ, like the gay scene really is. And it's like, we should be representing people. And uh, so my experience of whether gay media and society is telling me how I should look is really like look smooth and muscular and I did do that for a while but also to look white and I'm <laughs> I can't do that so it never really it was never really an ach achievable standard for anyone non-white and even like the way the bodies were okay put aside that the fact that they were mostly white but they were muscular men and they were smooth and if they had any body hair it would just be a bit on the chest and I, for years, used to shave my shoulder hair and like trim down all the time just because I thought that's what gay men should look like. And it's in the last three years, I just stopped doing that. Like I just stopped trimming and shaving my back hair and stuff like that. And like, I just, there's no point. And also actually it's quite sexy. And I do see a lot of improvement in the range and versatility of representation in gay media now so you do have a lot more representation of bears hairy people larger larger men and and also pocs and i'm kind of i'm very glad that it's going in that direction i feel liberated that i don't have to prescribe to one view of what attractiveness is I hope you enjoyed that bit of extra scoop. As always, share with your friends and loved ones and keep up with us on social media on Instagram at Two Scoops Podcast and Twitter at Two Scoops underscore pod. See you next time for episode three of Two Scoops. Two Scoops.